Several years ago, a woman called me and she identified herself as a minister of Jesus. She wanted to talk to me about her mother's second marriage, a divorce and remarriage situation. God said to me, just focus on the scriptures. Just look at what the scriptures say and focus on the scriptures. It's unnecessary to know the circumstances of divorce and the circumstances of remarriage. Look at the scriptures. The scriptures tell us everything about the subject, and we compare one scripture with another scripture. You must do it with a good heart if you're in the process of trying to filter through your own life. Be sure your heart's right. I've often prayed what David prayed in Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Get our heart right first. Jesus told the Pharisees, it's because of the hardness of your heart that Moses gave you a bill of divorcement. But from the beginning, God created them male and female. I'm quoting from Mark chapter 10. Let's look at that for a moment. Mark chapter 10, verse 2. And the Pharisees came to him and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife? Tempting him. The Pharisees were trying to catch Jesus in wrongdoing. And he, Jesus, answered and said unto them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What God therefore hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Verse 10. And in the house, Jesus' disciples asked him again of the same matter. And Jesus said unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another, committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. Now look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. Jesus says, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. When she remarries, she will commit adultery. Let's read that again. Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. 
and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. If a faithful wife remarries after divorce, she commits adultery. It's what Jesus is saying. He's also saying if a man divorces a faithful wife and she remarries, he will be the cause of her adultery if she remarries. And he is saying, the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Now reading this once more. Jesus says, but I say unto you, he's speaking to the men, but I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Fornication is the only scriptural reason for a man to put away his wife. Remembering that Moses gave them a bill of divorcement, because of their hardness of their heart. In the situation even of fornication, there is a hardness of heart between the man and the woman. The man could choose to forgive his wife. I believe he could. And they could remain married. Or he can divorce her. I believe it is a scriptural reason for a man to, to divorce his wife. But it is the only reason. It's the only reason given by Jesus for a man to divorce his wife, and that is fornication. If the wife is faithful, there is really no scriptural reason to divorce her. She could even, I suppose, be a drunkard. I don't see any loophole in this. Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery if she remarries. She's already committed adultery with a fornication. But a faithful wife, he's talking about a faithful wife. If you put away a faithful wife and she remarries, you cause her to commit adultery. But if you have a wife that's already committing fornication, she's already committing adultery, so you would not be the cause of her adultery. But if you put away a faithful wife, divorce a faithful wife, if you divorce a faithful wife and she remarries, Jesus says she commits adultery, but you will be the cause she committed adultery because you divorced her. And the man that marries the divorced woman commits adultery. So a woman might say, well, my husband's been unfaithful to me, so I can remarry. I've heard them say that. I've heard preachers in churches preach that. But you have to compare Scripture with Scripture when you consider subjects like this. Let's consider the Scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10 and 11. And unto the married I command, says Paul, yet not I, but the Lord. It's really a commandment of the Lord that he is about to speak. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. You need to 
continually compare Matthew chapter 5, verse 32, with 1 Corinthians 7, verse 10 and 11, because they fit together very tightly. There, there is a difference between the rules for men and women. You may think it's unfair, but it really isn't. God is never unfair. The reason I think for the rules being so strict where women are concerned is because the women were going to bear the seed, they were going to bear the children, and the seed was to be holy. That's my opinion on it. I think there's also a scripture in the Old Testament that presents that concept. In the Old Testament, men had multiple wives, but women never had multiple husbands. Unless their husband was dead, there's the case of Abigail and David, and her husband died, and David sent for Abigail and married her. But women never had multiple husbands. Abigail's husband was vile and churlish, but she stayed with him. Now, you could leave him, but you must make up your mind as a woman, if you leave your husband, that you will remain unmarried or be reconciled with your husband. Matthew 5.32 applies to men, not to women. It is a subject about what a man is to do concerning divorce, concerning him divorcing his wife. We had a man in our church group who filed papers to divorce his wife. I heard about it. He had already filed the papers in the U.S. courts, but I contacted him and I asked him, is your wife committing fornication against you? And he said, no, she isn't. And I told him, I said, that's the only scriptural reason for divorcing your wife. And I read to him Matthew 5, 32. Jesus says, but if I, I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. I said, you really should study Matthew 5.32, which he did, and after he studied it, he, dis he withdrew the divorce proceedings from the U.S. court. You must compare Scripture with Scripture, and you must have a good heart also, because you can imagine anything that suits your own lust. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 39. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord. I've heard them say in churches, but you're not bound by the law because we don't go by the law in the New Testament, and yet Paul is speaking this to the New Testament church. What's going on here? When you say you're not bound by the Old Testament law, what you're really saying is you don't sacrifice animals anymore for sin. You don't go by the law of Moses on the sacrifice of animals for sin. But there are rules, there are laws of God in the New Testament, and we go by those. 
The law of God in the New Testament is the wife is bound by the law of the New Testament of the marriage. You took a vow in a marriage. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth, the law of God. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord, only another Christian. So there is a law of God in the New Testament for the New Testament church, and this is one of them. Here is another consideration for both male and female. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two become one flesh. And Paul explains to the men, even if you have sex with a prostitute, you're one flesh. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Romans 7, 1 through 3. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. 1 Corinthians 7, now we deal with the subject of a believer married to an unbeliever. Paul says, to the rest speak I, not the Lord. Paul has permission to speak the following. He's not commanded by God to speak the following, but he has permission to speak it. If any brother hath a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. If he is a believer, and his wife is not a believer, but she's still pleased to dwell with him, let him not divorce her. And the woman which hath an husband that believeth not, if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. Don't leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now they are holy." 
But if the unbeliever depart, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God hath called us to peace. If there is no peace living with the unbeliever, and he departs, let him depart. You cannot depart from him. But let him depart, or let her depart. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called every one, so let him walk, and so ordain I in all churches. Let's return to Matthew chapter 5 for just a moment. Jesus is going to address the part of men lusting in their heart after a woman who is not his wife. Verse 27, Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right hand offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable to thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. If you are in the situation of trying to decide on divorce and remarriage, these are the subjects, these are the scriptures to focus on. You don't focus on the case itself except for fornication if the wife is unfaithful. But everything else, you focus on these scriptures. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, if your heart is right with God, if you have not hardened your heart, if you really want to do the will of God and not just your own will, you can pray and ask God to show you the truth about the situation show you what to do in your situation, and then you continue to focus on the scriptures until it is totally illuminated to you and make your decision. You see, your eternal soul could depend upon this. The lust could be so bad, the hardness of heart could be so bad that you're going to go in your own way anyway. And you can deceive yourself. These scriptures will help straighten you out, and with the Spirit of God, you definitely can know the truth if you have the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, But the natural man receiveth not of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. He'll reason it away. He will reason the scriptures away. But if you have the Spirit of God and belong to God and you want to know the truth, God will illuminate the Scriptures to you and they will show you the absolute truth in the situation that you will not explain away the Word of God.
Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.